Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl Adichie G. It feels like it's been a minute. Today we're going to talk about confidence and having that self-confidence, right? And knowing who you are in God and all that God has called you to. So of course, you know, little background story. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was having a little conversation. I can't even remember how the conversation started, but it ended up with the individual, you know, saying, well, uh, X, Y, Z, um, talks about you, X, Y, Z, uh, talks about you, X, Y, Z, talks about you, um, you know, pretty much whenever you push, um, or question or ask to build or, um, to be a better you, people have an issue with it. And this is what the individual was saying, right? And so they wasn't telling me to kind of like lay low. They was just like, you know, well, pretty much I'm just letting you know. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean or disrespectful, but I really don't care. It would be one thing if you are, well, I'll just say me. It would be one thing if I knew all intense purposes that I was mean, hateful, spiteful, rude uh, to people, right? That I go wherever I go throughout the course of my day, throughout the course of my weeks with the intention not to be a blessing to someone, with the intention to make someone else's day go bad, right? It doesn't even sound right when I say it, right? And so we were having a conversation and I kept just saying it like, I'm really not trying to be disrespectful, but I don't care, right? And so they were saying, well, you know, uh, this person is aware of, you know, your resume, your background, your education, uh, your experience in, in the career that you're in. And, you know, it can be intimidating and they don't like it. Da, 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 da. And so I, I told this person this and I want you to listen to me. It is not my fault, nor is it my problem. Sounds harsh, right? But let's just be real. Let's say it again. It is not my fault nor is it my problem. I am not going to apologize because I shut down the voices that I had growing up that I wasn't smart enough, right? The enemy, I the voices like used to just be like, yeah, you can't go to school. You can't go to college, right? You're not smart enough. And all of us, I won't say all of us. Some of us may have experienced that, right? To me, growing up, I was like, school's not for me. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I even started college a little bit later um, than most. You know, traditionally, people go to college right after high school. If I remember correctly, I didn't start college until I was like 23, 24. And so, to God be all the glory, I finished my bachelor's, right? I finished my bachelor's while paying a car note, paying for my rent, working full time, uh, doing the day, and then going to class in between, and then working a part-time job, cleaning buildings, toilets, taking out trash, right? I finished with my degree, and you may see little memes or posts, or you may have even heard it. I'm saying it it doesn't, you may hear or have heard people say it doesn't matter how long you took to 
to get the degree just to get the degree. So I think it took me like four and a half years to get my bachelor's. And to be honest, um, the program that I was in, it shifted like my last year. And they were potentially saying you would have to stay an additional year, year and a half. And I was like, yeah, but that was a lot. I'm not staying an additional year, year and a half because I'm like, I've got to pay for this stuff. (laughs) So I ended up changing my major, which is where the extra six months came on. Like your girl was taking a full course load, working um, I was waiting tables, I was a grill cook, I was a hostess uh, for a restaurant in the area, and I was, like, putting, I was putting the work in. Some days, <clears throat> excuse me, some days class would be in the morning, and then when I finished class, I would go to work and work through the night, and then on the days that I didn't work um, at the restaurant, I was cleaning the bathrooms. I was cleaning, like, vacuuming, mopping, yeah, and I'm gonna be real with you, for the work that I was doing, I was getting, like, $100 every two days, I was cleaning toilets, like, I did what I needed to do, and I finished my degree, um, if I wouldn't have been obedient to God in the very beginning, uh, I would not have went to school for what I originally went to, uh, for, I went to school for education, I would have went right into my major. But I'm just being honest. Uh, I remember I started off at a community college thinking, you know, maybe I can handle this because I'm telling you, I had tricked myself into believing that I could not be successful in college. So I was like, well, we'll start off at a community college and then I can transfer over. Well, lo and behold, I was misinformed about uh, credits being transferred over and a lot of stuff didn't transfer over. But I enjoyed being um, at the community college and taking the courses that I was taking. So, anywho, um, passed or graduated. And then I still fed that press, that pool, Um, that call to what God had always intended me to do. The great thing is, I knew that 10 years before I actually accepted the call. He showed me the building. He impressed it on my heart. But I, and I'm clarifying, I was like, "Mm, that's not for me. I talked myself out of what God had for me because I knew what the cost was and I knew of the perception and I knew it was unprecedented in my family it was like oh no little on me I can't do that once again I talked myself out of it right fast forward I finally answered to the call over my life in that particular area and so I ended up going back to school and initially I was like well I'll go get my master's but I actually went back and it took me like two and a half years I went and got another bachelor's and what happened was most of my credits from my first degree was taken from my second degree and so all I had to do was take the core classes um and finish that successfully completed uh or graduated while still working and doing what I needed to do so I'm giving you the background right um there is a process or there are processes there's journeys that we all take my education was a journey for me um so 
that's when I was having the conversation with the person. I was like, I'm unapologetic about my process in education because I know how it started. Like me talking, trying to talk myself out of or dumbing myself down, making myself feel like I'm not capable of doing what God has put in me. And so I'm not, I'm not apologizing to anybody for my education. That's not my problem and it's not my fault. The solution to that, if someone feels intimidated about your education, I'm just using that as an example, is I encourage them, and this is what I told, was said in the conversation. I was like, look, I encourage them to do whatever they need, they need to do in that area. Because I have accomplished what I've accomplished has absolutely nothing to do with them. Uh, one, they shouldn't feel intimidated. But two, you definitely shouldn't feel like you need to bash another person's process because you haven't killed fear in that area. So, confidence. Shall we continue? You know we all have our journeys, um, whether we're entrepreneurs. Whether we're entrepreneurs, whether we're still doing our nine to five, or we're doing our nine to five and we're entrepreneurs, because uh, we multitasking, we multi-millionaires out here, right? We're doing things big. Whatever you're doing, you know it was a process. You just didn't wake up one day and everything just fell into place. You had to do the footwork, the legwork, the research, the reading, the applying. Uh, the business plans you have to do the work right and I'm sure for many of us like myself it was not comfortable at times it was painful Um, sometimes you wanted to give up but you made it and you're here and you're here is not your final destination I definitely believe in there's greater for me after this and I believe that for yourself too and so in regards to my process for career-wise, I'm unapologetic about that because I know the experience of hell that I went through in the process, right? Um, the pressing, the beating, <laughs> not physical beating, y'all, but you get what I'm saying. I know my process. And I know it's only because of God that I have made it to this point in my journey. So why should I feel bad for being an overcomer? I'm not. It's not. And that's where where we're talking about the confidence, right? We're not saying this is arrogance. We're not saying be arrogant. I'm still humble about it. But I'm definitely not going to apologize for overcoming and succeeding in the areas that I have. Because it costs, like, not just finances, but it costs time, it costs uh, relationships, it costs making the right decisions and choices. I'm not apologizing for that, nor do I feel guilty or will I feel guilty or bad because you did not accomplish or were not successful in a particular area that you desired, and maybe that just happens to be an area that I have accomplished. That's a personal problem people can we stop putting our personal problems on other people i'm not saying not to have conversations with them i'm saying if so-and-so has got a master's degree and you've always wanted a degree 
So you're jealous because they completed the process and they have the results from the end, right? You still have the desire to get a master's, but you haven't did anything to move towards the master's. You haven't applied, you haven't saved any money, or maybe you got into the master's program, but you ain't did your homework, you're not doing the studying, you're not getting the mentorship. There's no need to be jealous of another person's process and them being successful in it. You should see that as a mentor. You may not be a one-on-one mentor, but you should use that person as an encouragement to yourself to say, it's not too late for me and I can accomplish what I need to accomplish. How can I say this, y'all? We are one. Like, literally. Yes, I said it. We're one. We're one in the body of Christ. There's no reason why because someone else or other people are successful in a particular area that you desire to be successful and have not to a certain degree. Um be jealous or bash or downplay their process ultimately use them as a mentor use them as inspiration because a lot of times we are talking and bashing when we don't know the whole backstory and so i shared today in a talk um i've come to the revelation when people talk about people in a negative light, many times it's because there is a deficiency in their own life. And now they're trying to overcompensate their own personal deficiency. And so they get the gratification of downplaying and bashing other individuals. Um, that's their gratification. Come on, man. We're so deeper than that, right? God created us. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. Do we all have great days? Nope. Are we perfect? Nope. But the confidence piece, because it really is, if we look at it a certain degree, it's like you're messing with people's minds. And we don't want to do that. Because why? We don't be playing with no witchcraft. I think a lot of times we think witchcraft is like, you know, it is, you know, the, the things, the physical things that you can see and touch but playing with people's minds man don't do that for real that was a long backstory i know (laughs) i said all this to say self-confidence is key it really is knowing who you are in god is key voices are gonna come sometimes people can come to you And honestly, in their mind, they think they're helping you, right? They don't even realize that the enemy, that spirit could be working through them because you hear and see things different. Um, They don't even realize that the enemy could be using them to try to kind of like kill your spirit, uh, kill your confidence. And so in those cases, and sometimes they may know, in those cases where people or a person tries to or spirit tries to come at you and make you feel like you should apologize for being successful make you feel like you should apologize for being educated make you feel like you should apologize for overcoming your addiction make you feel like you should apologize for not for working on a team right 
And then even, once again, it sounds crazy when I say it, but if we just take the mask off, we know all of us probably done ran in at least one person. I want you to say with me today, I will not apologize for what God has done and is doing in my life. I deserve it. I deserve it. People will talk until Jesus comes to get us. Talk is talk. Once again, if they're talking, they're not coming to you. They're talking to boom, 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 boom. You know, why not come to the person and say, what did you do to get here? How did you do it? How did you overcome your process? How can I overcome my process? I want to get what you got. Why can't we do that? Instead, you want to stand on the sidelines and low-key be offended and upset because the person has obtain what you've always wanted or you desired because they were willing to go through the process that's backwards man think about your thinking is what pastor Ronald tells us metacognition you're on the sidelines bashing someone because they have obtained or completed what you've always wanted to do that's crazy ask questions watch them See what they've done. Maybe you can learn something. Maybe they're willing to give you the play-by-play to help you uh, shorten the, the journey of your process, right? That's all I'm saying. Self-confidence is key. So no matter where voices come your way or try to come your way, no matter where spirit or person or people try to tell you that you don't deserve the best, I'm here to tell you, sis, bruh, you deserve the best. You belong to God. You belong to God. Until next time. It's your girl, Deetra G. Remember, self-confidence is key. It's not arrogance. You deserve the best. And be unapologetic. I'm just saying. Be blessed.